You're listening to Incorporating Superpowers with the Voice of Reason, risk mitigation expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Justin Reckla. Get ready to rip apart the veil as we dismantle old school business and prepare for what comes next. Business will never be the same. Welcome back to Incorporating Superpowers. I'm your host, Justin Reckla, and today we are going to be talking about well, we're going to be talking about living an extraordinary life. And I, I love the conversation around extraordinary in, in life. And when you put them together, the extraordinary, it's kind of an oxymoron in and of itself. But when you put the two together, it says something completely different about what is possible in this world. And for those of you that are in business or in some sort of leadership role, you know that the whole purpose, you understand that the whole purpose of doing what you do in business is to help others and to create solutions that make things easier so they can go out there and live an extraordinary life. And my guest today is is one of those people that, that just gets it, has lived it, and is doing it and is sharing it with the world now. Peter Rubert has been in the education industry for quite some time. He's helped establish uh, a lot of private schools that are very successful. I mean, Peter, how, how many how many schools have you set up now, Peter? We have uh, about 78 schools across the country that are physical, and then we have a virtual school we just launched about six months ago, Justin. And folks, this, this is the level of impact that I am talking about here, because when you can take some of the concepts that Rupert's going to share with us today and, and the story of his book, of limitless the nine steps to launch your one extraordinary life this this is the level of impact that that business should thrive for because peter's got an amazing backstory first and foremost he's got a, he's got an mba from harvard so he knows a thing or two about the business world and i love the fact that he's now bringing this back and sharing this message and the insight that he got with the with the world um, Peter, welcome to the show. Thank you for being here today. Thank you so much, Justin. Pleasure to be with you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So I, I want to just dive right into, into your book. Uh, you were sharing with me a little bit before the call on, on the backstory of where it came from, uh, the book Limitless. Can you, can, you, can you share a little bit more? Uh, where did it come from? What's it about? And, and why should somebody read it? Sure, absolutely. Well, you know, I, I, someone should read this uh, if they really are um, interested in, in pursuing that extraordinary life that I talk about in the title. But um, they have dreams or goals that uh, they just don't want to settle for good enough in their life, or uh, but instead want to strive to uh, not give up on dreams that they may ha- may have had when they were younger. And it's especially for people who don't want to turn sixty or sixty-five someday and look back and say. I wish I, I, w- I would have or I could have done this if I had done something differently. But instead, I'm hoping this can inspire people to really pursue their dreams. And, and with a very uh, concrete 150-page book, we can uh, guide them along that path. And it started really from my own personal, from my own personal experience in my 20s and 30s as uh, fresh out of college with big dreams. And then I hit some roadblocks along the way. I had a couple of businesses that that uh, didn't work out. And, and all of a sudden I was starting a family and I was unemployed and um, things could have gone several different ways. And, and so I really started to study, study other successful people from all walks of life. And as I did that, I started to see these themes of similarities that were 
uh, present almost universally in those people who had who had become extraordinary. And and I drafted those as a as a reference point and, and as an inspiration for me. And I typed them up and put them in my briefcase and looked at them on a regular basis to kind of remind me that this is what it was going to take. And this was the pathway. And then when my oldest son, and he's 25 now, but when he entered middle school 12 or 13 years ago, I retyped it up. I called Traits of a Champion and I put it on their bathroom mirror and um, hoped that uh, my, my, my kids, as they grew, would uh, probably not want to necessarily listen to their old man talk about this stuff, but they might read these and, and, um, have the, and digest these over time as they brush their teeth or wash their teeth. <laughs> Um, and then from there, I shared it at one of our business conferences with our school leaders and, and several people came up to me and were really, really loved the list and, and suggested that I turn it into a book. And that was the uh, germination of the idea and, and led to where we are today recently having launched the book about three months ago. Well, congratulations. It's, I love how that inspiration of like your desire to want to study, learn and figure out okay, how did this group of people do that? What did that boil down to? And then taking those insights that you had and sharing it with your kids and, you know, reinforcing that in your home and then sharing it with others. Folks, this is how it works. You have to have the courage to step forward and share what you've learned so we can all learn from it together. Um, so Pete, I want to, Peter, I want to, I want to ask you, what define of the, when you were doing your case studies and looking into the, the people that you called extraordinary, what, how would you define those extraordinary, ordinary people? What makes them extraordinary? Well, you know, it's, it's funny, Justin, because I think as we think about successful people, um, there's so many, so many different areas, right? And for me, I was, I was very interested in, in being an entrepreneur and, and had crashed and burned at least once uh, in my early days of trying it out. And so I was gravitating to those entrepreneurs who had become extremely successful. But I also looked at athletes and I looked at coaches and, and um, entertainers. And, and uh, as, I, as I studied successful, even politicians for that matter, and I studied how those people kind of rose to the top, that's what really uh, was so powerful for me that no matter what career track they chose, how similar so many uh, of their backgrounds were and how they all exemplified these steps or, or took these steps in their own, in their own form or fashion to get to where they wanted to be. And so that's what it was for me. I, that's when I realized that there's not just one way to get there. There are several traits that these leaders exemplify, but they all kind of went about it in their own separate ways. But mm. the, the, the similarities across uh, the different people that I studied was, was just fascinating. So, so what I'm hearing is, is as I bounce this around my own construct, my own journey, my own experience with such things. Um, I, I, I hear the word, I hear the words, modern day Napoleon Hill. <laughs> of going out there and studying what the Rockefellers and the successful business folks in, in the world did. Folks, well, this, wish, is modern, this is modern. This is modern. Yeah, this is modern day Napoleon Hill right here. This is somebody who took the effort to go out there and study and look and examine those people that were extraordinary in business, and it's translated down into a book. This is this is fantastic. Well, thanks, Justin, and, and I, I wish uh, that I had the the Napoleon Hill success, but the the 
point that I think you're making, which is a good one, is I, I was able to kind of break it down into those nine steps, right? When you look at a lot of different people and, and kind of make it really come to life for me and, and be a guide for me and, and for others since then. And um, what I really wanted to do is is break it down into a 150-page book. That's all it is, right? And, and um, each chapter, as I mentioned to you before we started, has um, has additional resources that I call it Dig Deeper, where there's videos and movies and books and, and papers and, and podcasts that the reader can go learn more about from the real experts. Because I don't, I don't profess to be the person who's invented any of this stuff. I was just able to kind of compile it, putting into what is a, a fairly simple, concrete, but yet powerful uh, program that I think the users who read it um, can really benefit from and, and help them uh, guide their way to their dreams and, and that extraordinary life. Uh, absolutely absolutely love it folks stay with us when we get back we're gonna we're gonna be um talking a little bit more about some of the points and and, and give you some of the tips and tools from you know really what it takes to live an extraordinary life uh peter before we go on break where can people go find more about you more importantly where can they go to get a copy of your book thanks justin yes they can go to uh peterupert.com which is Pete and then Rupert, R-U-P-P-E-R-T.com. There you can learn more about the book. You can learn a little bit more about my background and, the, and my company. And then you can just click on, there's a link there to click right to it. To uh, It'll take you to Amazon. Um, and obviously the reader or the listener can go to Amazon directly and Google Limitless Peter Rupert uh, or to barnesandnoble.com and find them at both locations. Um, so it's fairly easy. It's all out there and, and easy, easily accessible. Fantastic, folks. Go get a copy of Peter's book. Take a look at it. Look at what he's doing in the world. He's having an impact. He's putting schools in place. He's he's making people think differently and look at, you know what? There is a way of doing this. And the nine steps help outline that. Go take a look. We'll be right back. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. And we want to thank each of you for making Superpower Up the number one podcast network for personal development and spiritual growth. Because people like you have the courage to say that mindfulness, healthy living, disrupting reality, the pursuit of consciousness, responsible entrepreneurship, and radical parenting matter. We now amass over 1 million downloads monthly in more than 90 countries. Our numbers keep growing because there are far more people willing to live divergently than mass media wants to acknowledge. For you, the change makers, the light bearers, the way showers, we say thank you. If you're ready to take the next step in your evolution, go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz. And as Neva Lee Rekla, our youngest podcaster, likes to remind us, remember, we all have superpowers and we can change the world. Welcome back to Incorporating Superpowers. My guest today is Peter Rupert. He is the CEO of the iEducation Group and is written a book called Limitless, the nine steps to live your one extraordinary life. And before the break, we got the we got the backstory of how the how the book came about and the fact that it wasn't just a um, you know, it wasn't just a he set out to write it. No, he set out to study it and then he passed the knowledge onto his children and then shared it with some friends. And then boom, here we are having a conversation around the book that came from it. Uh, Peter, this is, um, uh, this is such a uh, timely conversation, especially as it applies to, to the business world. Uh, I think there are a lot of people that uh, um, 
have gotten lost in the business world and what being an entrepreneur means and that the concept and ideas of what business and what success, fame, glory, all of that represents. And I think there's a lot of people that have, you know, might have started off with good intentions chasing, but ended up chasing the, the dollar and the fame and the glory at the end. Um, and where, where is it, do you think, along the way that within the, the nine points that, you, that you've seen and come up with, where, where, where did that distraction get lost? Where did people stop focusing where they were focusing? And where did they, how did they get there and how can they get back? Great point. Well, first of all, you know, one of the chapters that I have in the book is to is called fail often, right? <laughs> when anyone's pursuing their dreams, they're pushing the envelope on their own capabilities and potential. Um, and when you're stepping outside the lines, you um, end up facing some failures and some obstacles. And so one of the hardest things we need to come to grips with and accept is that failure is actually good. Now, stupid failure where you're not even thinking about what you're doing, obviously isn't, but um, you know, that's what life's all about. We start out as, as infants trying to figure out how do we walk. And, and uh, if we first stand up and try and take a step and we fall down, quote unquote, failing, and then we just give up because that was too hard, we're never going to walk. And, and so just, uh, somehow nature teaches us these things at a young age and we kind of forget them as we get older. Um, so I think that's an important point. And, and the other thing that actually the first chapter in my book is called win the battle in your head. And, and Justin, as, as I'm sure you've experienced so much of success in life is, is being able to win that battle, battle in your head. And uh, one of the things that I learned in my studies is that even the most successful people that we see up on a pedestal, we say, oh my gosh, we just assume they got there in a straight line, that they were on their way to success and they came out of the womb and never had any real challenges or troubles. And they had this perfect life. Uh, when in reality, as we peel back the onion on these folks, we start to see the many challenges and failures they had along the way and, and what they were able to do time and time again. And it ended up working for me as well. It's just understanding that we all have this negative voice in our head that is constantly telling us we're not good enough, that we're a failure, that don't take this risk because it won't work, et cetera. And then, but we also have a positive voice in our head that, that says, things like you can do this and your potential is really high and don't give up and all that stuff. But too often what I see is people end up letting that negative voice speak much more powerfully than that positive voice. And so as they get into adulthood and they kind of settle in and, and all of a sudden they start to give up on their dreams and they just kind of move from day to day and week to week and all of a sudden months months become years and they look back and say, oh my gosh, whatever happened? And and. Uh, it starts with belief in yourself. And then I, I another chapter in the book is um, the third chapter, which I call dream big and then make it bigger. Uh, and I'm a big believer in the power of vision and the importance of writing things down. Um, as most of us know, as when you write things down, your brain just grabs hold of it and subconsciously helps you work toward that. So uh, I talk about the importance of vision statements and, and writing goals out and breaking those down into, into smaller steps and then just slowly climbing the mountain to, uh, to get to where your dreams uh, you've set out to achieve are. I, I love that slowly climbing the mountain. I love the fact that you, you talk about the, the, the concept of people have this idea or vision that, you know, success, you just, you were, you're just born with it. Right. Um, and <laughs> overnight success, it took eight years. 
right? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> or overnight success that took 15 years, whatever, whatever the time frame could be. I mean, for me, for us here in Superpower Experts, you know, our, our the Superpower Network had over 20 million downloads in 2020. People go, oh my goodness, that's awesome. It is awesome, but you don't realize that that was an eight-year journey. And here's the we're just getting started, right? It took us eight years to get to that, and that it never ends, folks. The goalposts always move, and if you're not challenging yourself for that kind of growth, then you're cheating yourself. And I, I think you're right, Peter. Is I think a lot of people have bought into the lies that they told themselves and they've listened to that negative voice more so than they want to listen to the ones the, the positive voice. Yeah, and, and the journey uh, to any kind of success always starts with that first step and setting the goal. And, and uh, like you said, Justin, the, the eight year overnight success, in my case, 13 years or whatever it is, you know, people look at us now as, as, uh, as at me as a CEO of an organization. But when I was 43 years old, I was unemployed uh, trying to raise money to start a business. And uh, we had our fourth child on the way, trying to pay the bill and, and realizing that a lot of my friends had gone and done great things. And here I was scratching and clawing to try and raise a little money to get something started. But I had this big vision and I wrote it down and, and uh, really had to force myself to believe in myself. And, and, and I'm just one example of many, many, many of, of people who have had various levels of success and how it starts with just an idea and a vision and willingness to do the hard work to get started. Yeah, that's, and, and I think there, therein lies the, the challenge, right? Is, is, is it does take work because, and it's not just, it's not just, you know, strategy. It's not just tasks. It's that the, the internal work that you have to do to stop that voice, the negative one that says, you, you can't do this. You shouldn't do this. And then, of course, everybody around you, your 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 social circles, your family telling you you couldn't or that you shouldn't or that it's dangerous or it's risky or whatever. You have to be able to fight through that to get to the other side. And and I know for me, it only it, that only works one way. And so I'm, I'm just going to ask you as to in your studies and your examinations, how much of the concept of faith do you equate to people's success? That's a, that's a great question. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm a big believer in, in faith and, and, and um, you know, a higher power. And, and that's a foundation of who I am as a person and how we've raised our family. Um, and it's not something I wear on my sleeve by any means, but it is uh, understanding there's somebody who's with you. And, and uh, I think faith can be a great, one, having faith helps you have faith in yourself, uh, I've found. Um, and it helps you helps you kind of push forward when you do face some of the struggles and challenges, that you're not alone, that some, some entity is with you. And uh, I think that's important for any of us as we face trials and tribulations in our life. Yeah, it's, um, I, I think you hit the, the, the nail on the head there in the sense of, of recognizing that we're not alone. And I think faith for a lot of people serves that purpose. And I think part of the reason that we, we've gotten to where we are in our society today is because a lot of people have lost faith because of this experience, that experience, religion, this, religion, that, whatever. But we, they've lost connection to something outside of or bigger than themselves. And we see it in, in politics. We see it in the divisiveness on social media 
all of that is fear-based. All of that is ego-driven. All of that comes from a place that people can't look beyond themselves. And I think that has infiltrated into businesses and political parties and all sorts of things. And I, for one, believe that if we're going to change things, we have to start shaping and leading people towards that like your like your book does. Yeah, well said. I, I totally agree with that. And, and you're right. I mean, society, everything is so negative. And, and, you know, we just have created this society of blame and everyone expects something to be given them. And, and it's always someone else's fault. And, and it kind of goes against everything we, we, we stand for as a country or as, as, uh, as people of faith or whatever, that ultimately that, yeah, people are willing to help. But it's, it's up to us to uh, pull, pull ourselves up by the bootstraps and, and really make positive progress every single day. Yeah, it's it, it is important, folks. And there is the key that the secret to to all of this is, is that you have to be willing to do the work. You have to be willing to make those changes. And uh, Peter, I think you you are onto something with your book. I like I like I'm going to stick with it. I like the the modern day Napoleon Hill. And you just published that book. Don't don't discredit it. I think it's going to do bigger than you think it will because it, it's needed. It, it's it's time. Well, I appreciate that. That's an awfully big compliment, and uh, I'll keep the faith. I got to dream big, right? So that's part of my goal. That's it. You got to not just talk the talk; you got to walk the walk. And I, um, I, I see that in you, and the impact that you that you continue to make the world. And uh, folks, if you're, you're if you're needing something to lean into, you wanting some reassurances, you want to find some hope, you're wanting to get just a glimpse of the roadmap that, that Peter's uncovered, take a look at his book, go pick it up, the limitless, because who you are, what you're capable of, an impact that you can make if you have the courage to believe in something bigger and something outside of yourself is literally that. It is limitless. Peter, where can our, our listeners go to, to find your book one more time? Thanks, Justin. Yes, absolutely. Uh, they can simply go to PeteRupert.com, uh, Pete, R-U-P-P-E-R-T.com. And there they can find information on the book, information on my background, and uh, a link right to order it. Or they can easily go to Amazon or to BarnesandNoble.com and, and simply Google or search, I should say, uh, Limitless Peter Rupert, and uh, the book should pop right up there and they can order it right from either one of those places. Fantastic, folks. Go take a look at Peter's book and start thinking, start looking in that space. If you're in business, if you're a leader, start looking about how you can take that messaging and, and implement it in your own life and share it with others and mold it, make it your own, share it from your perspective, but evolve that conversation so we can go out there and, and help people live their extraordinary life. Peter, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you, Justin. Really a pleasure. And, and congrats to you and, and your team for all the success you've had. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me on. Absolutely. It's always a pleasure. And I look forward to, to having you back on the show. Uh, we'll have to do a recap after, uh, after you do your book tours and so forth and have you back on. <laughs> I love it. I can't wait. You'll be the awesome. first to see. Perfect. Look forward to it. Folks, go out there. Go start living your extraordinary life because it gives permission to other people to do the same. Go out there, incorporate your superpowers so you can change the world. Take care. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.